start into our Wednesday night teaching tonight. And we are going to be beginning a new uh, study um, series that we're going to be, that we have called Understanding the Authority of God. Understanding the Authority of God. Um, over the past few decades, we have, we have seen a steady decline in submission to any form of authority. It's unbelievable. It uh, seems like nobody thinks that they're under any kind uh, of authority. Um, there is a lot of um, uh, accusations today of police brutality. And um, I can understand, given the situation and what these men and women have to go through with, sometimes, I mean, they are they are human and put in certain circumstances, may overstep something. But uh, when you see what these men and women have to put up with, I watched a film clip not long ago, just a few days ago, of a woman. Uh, that was uh, uh, that was stopped driving a pickup truck, and uh, he kept trying to get her cooperation, and she wouldn't give it. Um, he, uh, uh, I think, asked for a um, uh, license and registration. She didn't have that. Uh, uh, he asked her to step out, and she says no. And she said, he said, okay, ma'am, you're under arrest. She says, no, I'm not. <laughs> well, the next thing you know, he's just dragging her out of that truck, and uh, uh, she's face down on the ground uh, and, uh, and, and hollering some. As I'm sure maybe it was hurting a little bit as he was putting her arms around behind her back and handcuffing her. You know, you're hurting. She brought it on herself. Uh, if the man in blue pulls me over and asks me to do something, I'm going to do it. Number one, I don't like pepper spray. Number two, I don't want to be lifted shot. And number three, I sure don't want to be shot. But you see it on all levels. There is no respect for any kind of authority. I sat in my school bus a few years ago. It's been four or five years ago now. And, uh, and the bus in front of me, and there was, there was a teenager. I don't know what the issue was, but there was some kind of problem. The, uh, uh, the bus driver couldn't do nothing with him, so the bus driver called for a school official, and the school official was out there. We'll listen to the school official, and finally the school official called uh, the, uh, the police officer that was in charge over that school, and uh, he goes on the bus, and I can, I can, I can uh, see him sitting, standing there in the aisleway with the student sitting in, uh, and evidently he was, he was asking, asking the student to uh, um, stand up and step off the bus, and you can see him sitting there. No, no. Uh, if he grabbed him by the nap of his neck and 
threw him down in that aisle and, and handcuffed him, then they'd want to holler police brutality. But that kind of stuff, people bring it on themselves. And um, so, and we've seen this happen and get worse over the past few decades. A steady decline in submission to any form of authority. Uh, it can be witnessed in virtually every aspect of today's society. Uh, there is rejection of family and parental authority. Uh, I wouldn't be alive talking to you today if I, if I stood up and talked to my parents like I've heard small kids talk to theirs. Amen. I, I, know, I know especially my, my, my mother would be charged for, for a child abuse. Uh, I learned I I something. When, when mama told me to go outside and get, bring her back in a switch, I tried a little bitty twig one time. I never did that no more because I sure didn't want her going outside. Let, let me show you what a switch is, son. <laughs> and uh, uh, they don't lost. They don't know. The professionals don't know how to solve the problem. They got the listening to that psychologist, Doctor Spock, a few years ago. They put God out of the schools, and they put his philosophy in that they're. They don't, uh, they don't need uh, to be paddled any longer. And now what you got? You got kids killing kids. Uh, and it all boils down to today because of our failure to teach and to train and to demonstrate uh, there is a rejection of authority in the family, parental authority. There's rejection of governmental authority. And then there's a rejection of spiritual authority. So we're going to begin a series, and we might not get very far into it tonight, but uh, understanding the authority of God. Uh, the decline of submission to authority seems to have escalated when the baby boomers began to question authority in the early 60s. That's where it began um, during the early 60s. Uh, they, the baby boomers at that time began to question authority. And now we are witnessing total disrespect and rejection of authority. In the church, there is an ever-growing gross disregard of spiritual authority. Everybody wants to do their own thing and everybody wants to say, well, you know, you know, I'm boss of me, you know. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of, kind of funny. We have people sitting on church pews today when pastor tries to preach or when God tries to speak and we do what kids, I've heard kids say uh, on the school bus, I, I hear it all the time on my elementary kids, one kid will tell another one to sit down or to, uh, or to do something and the other say, you ain't the boss of me. Well, we tell God that. Hello, somebody. We tell God that. And we see it ever growing. 
Hallelujah. If there is going to be revival in society, it must first begin in the church. It must first begin in the church. After all, doesn't the scripture teach that judgment must begin at the house of God? That's what the Bible says. The time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Everything begins with us. When we talk about the total decline of our world and society and government, uh, Chronicles uh, uh, 7 and 14, God said, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I would hear from heaven. He didn't say if the people in Washington got it straight. He didn't say if people out in the communities. He said if my people. It's got to start right here, folks. You watching at home, it's got to start right there with you. Hallelujah. If it don't start with you, if we don't draw a circle around ourselves and say we're going to begin revival, it's going to begin right here with me individually, we'll never see another revival. And everything is just going to pot nowadays. Amen. Uh, So it's got to begin with us. The church of today's generation needs a fresh revelation of spiritual authority. So we, in turn, can teach the world how it's done. Whether or not you realize not the world out there, I mean, they don't know what to do. They're running around in circles. Washington, D.C. don't know how to solve the problems. They're running around in circles. Religious educators don't know what to do. They're running around in circles. I'm, I, I've heard ministers, I've had administrators t- tell me, says, I don't know what to do anymore. I've had them tell me that. Church, we've got to step up to the plate. We first got to get our own act together. Because we are the hands, we are the feet, we're the mouth of Jesus. The, let me tell you something. Bible says God was a spirit. And a spirit don't, don't have flesh and bones. The spirit don't have a, a, a physical body. When Jesus came to earth, that's the first physical body Jesus Christ ever had. And now that he's gone back the way he was in the beginning, we're his hands, we're his feet, we're his mouthpiece. We're here for a reason. The world don't have answers. We got the answer, but we got to get our act together. We got to get our act together. In this series of understanding the authority of God, we will break down the areas of authority which God himself has placed in order. Now, God has put all these things in order himself. He set the pattern. Uh, Authority in the home, authority in the government, and authority in the church. Those three areas are what we're going to be covering during the series. So if you are are jotting down this these these are the three areas that we're going to be breaking down and talking about all of these stem and flow from God's supreme authority and 
we are uh, we're going to be working in these areas and understanding the authority of God, authority in the home, authority in the government, and authority in the church. These issues, now, I'm going to say this right off the bat, and um, so I can get it on the back burner and forget about it, and from here on out, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not here, I'm not here to step on nobody's toes. I'm not here to hurt nobody's feelings, but all I can say after I make this comment here, you just better look out. Hallelujah, because we're going to take it, we're going to take it as Scripture says. We're not going to take it as man's opinion. We're going to take it as Scripture says. These issues will conflict with the day's mindset and even rub a few the wrong way. But that fact alone is witness enough that this study is long overdue. And to those who desire to be submissive to the perfect will of God, that's what you've got to keep focused on. That's what you've got to keep focused on. There's the perfect will of God, and there's the permissive will of God. Too many people are happy to dwell well as long as I'm under his permissive will. You better check that out. That's like, like saying some people say, well, they, they want to claim every promise in the book is mine. I don't want to claim that. I'm sorry, I don't want to claim that. Because there's some promises made in that book that I don't want no part of. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, and just saying, well, you know, as long as I'm in his will, if I'm in his permissive will, at least I'm in his will. Let me, let, me, let me break that down also. The Bible says God is not willing, that's his perfect will, God is not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. It's not his perfect will for nobody to be lost, but he'll permit it. After he has already done everything he's done, gave his life, shed his blood, and we still go on our permissive ways doing our own thing, hallelujah, he will permit it. It's not his will that no, no human being, hell was not created for any human. Hell was made for the devil and his angels. But he will permit you to go there if you choose to. And believe me, if you go, it's going to be your choice. So those who desire to be submissive to the perfect will of God, you will welcome the principles and truths that we will reveal in this series. All right. Our first lesson tonight, we're gonna I told you the three areas we're gonna break down. We're going to talk about authority in the home. Authority in the home. We started a few years ago tearing down the structure of the home. That who is the spiritual head and all of that. And now we come to the point and the place now in this age we're living in. We don't know what constitutes a true home. 
Amen. We don't, we don't know, uh, you know, and <laughs> somebody asked one of the presidential candidates the other day, running for president, how many, how many genders are there? He said, well, we'll, we'll, have to, um, we'll have to think on that a little bit. We have to think on that a little bit. Because now we done broke down. We get, we're talking about God's order. We're talking about authorities. Well, let me tell you. Evidently, and I and and I wouldn't I wouldn't run. I wouldn't even think about running. But evidently, I, I'm qualified more than any of those jokers running for office. Because there's one thing I do know: there's only two genders. There's only two genders: male and female, created by God. Hallelujah. Well, let's 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 move on a little bit. I, my time is really getting away from me already. We begin with the home or family because the family unit is the oldest institution on this earth, and it is planned and designed by the Creator Himself. It has been said that as the home goes, so goes the nation. And there is much truth in that statement. Much of the decline of this country can be attributed to the decline of home and family life in this country. Lord of mercy, how we need Ozzy and Herod. There might be a few people know who I'm, who I'm talking about. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> we done got so topsy-turvy. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Satan has hated and despised the family from the beginning. He's done everything he can do to try to bust up and tear up the home. Because he knows that if he can tear up a home, he can wreck lives. And if he can tear up enough homes, he can wreck a nation. And sadly, we are seeing that in the United States of America. He knows that if he can erode the core of family structure and values... He will destroy the structure and values of society and the nation. Our God is a God of order. And when he designed the home, he gave the pattern for the family to function properly and well. The first step, and listen to me tonight, the first step in healing our nation is to realign the order of authority in the home. 
When we do this, everything else will fall into place. Your car is not going to wind up in very good condition if you keep running it out of line. The price of tars today, I don't know, maybe you've got enough pocket change you carry around all the time to be able to just buy, uh, buy a new set every now and then. But man, I'm going to tell you what, it's almost the point. I have to take out a second mortgage to buy a set of tars anymore. <laughs> Hallelujah. So um, I want to keep them balanced. I want to keep them rotated. And most of all, I want to keep that car in line because I want to get everything out of that tar I can get out of it. Hallelujah. And everything is plumb totally out of line. The biblical order of the family. Now, those at home is not going to be able to see uh, what's on the screen. Uh, and um, if you notice over here to me, we notice here a diagram, and I searched and searched, and I finally felt something that I felt would go in place here for what I wanted to teach. The biblical order of the family. This has to do with authority, the authority line in the home. And also, when you're lined up in this, this right here brings about protection. It's also an order of protection. Uh, and uh, I'm going to keep, keep that up just for a few minutes. As I, I'm going to talk a little bit about God's delegated line of family authority. God's dedicated line of family authority. That's what we're seeing on the screen with the umbrella that's there. Notice Christ at the top, the husband, the wife, and the children. Um, that picture is all mixed up and out of whack in society. It's all out of whack. That's, that's one of the big issues and problems we've got in our country. That's one reason why there's charges of abuse and uh, from police officers to every, everything else because we have messed up God's line. Hallelujah. Now, the first thing we've got, got to think about comes from Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, Now this is right before he went back to heaven. This is after his resurrection. He had, he had been with them, let's see, it was 40 days, I believe, after his resurrection. And uh, uh, after when he was getting ready to go back, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to who? He said, me. In heaven and on earth. Somebody, oh, well, you mean you believe that Jesus is, Jesus is all that there is. There's no more. But 
hey, if there's anybody else in heaven beside Jesus, they ain't got no authority. He's got it all. So you go ahead and pray to the angel Michael and angel Gabriel and uh, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth person in the Godhead if you want to. I'm going to go straight to the one with the authority. Hallelujah. Ronnie, if uh, uh, you're going down the road and that, and that, and that back trailer starts acting like it wants to flip over, I think you're going to go to the one with the most authority, to the only authority. Hallelujah. That's Jesus. He represents the top of our line there, covering everybody, everything from the top first. That's where it begins. It begins with Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ has all authority in heaven and on earth. That tells me there's nobody. Look at your neighbor and say, nobody. Nobody's got no more authority than Jesus because he's got it all. Now, if you don't want to believe that, you take issue with the Bible because the Bible said that. Brother Sammy didn't. Matthew 20, uh, 28, 18. Now, I'm referred to Matthew 28, 18 because we should know that all, A-double-L, all authority has been given to Christ and from Christ, that authority is delegated from Christ. Thus, we all are placed under him. He's got the authority. See, only he can delegate it. And this is a picture. Now, as we're, ta- we're not talking about the government here. We're not talking about other things that we're going to be talking about. Tonight, we're talking about the home. He delegates the authority to different people and positions in the home. So everybody that holds any kind of position of authority from Christ, under Christ, gets that from Christ himself. He delegates it. Hallelujah. Um, And we got to uh, realize, and here is a scripture coming up now that <laughs> a lot of people today in age would like scratch plum out. Are you sure that was in the original? But yes, it was. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ. He's the head. He's the top umbrella. He's the one. He's the chief. He's the one that all authority comes from and is delegated. The head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. Wow. Now that smacks what people in the world are trying to peddle right in the face. Um. There is another battle beginning to be raged with Target department stores and uh, uh, some major Christian uh, organizations today because Target still refuses to stop their policy of anybody that goes in their store 
can go into any restroom that they, they feel like that they, uh, they relate to as a gender. There's only two genders. Now, I'm fixing to say something that's real, not politically correct. But anybody that's got the plumbing that says you're a man has got, got the, the only kind of, kind of person that like to go into to, to another restroom other than what's designed for him is nothing but a pervert. I, I told you, I'm going to be just as plain and simple as I can be. Hey, you go back, those of you who has heard me teach long enough, back since I was a teenager, I've never changed. I've never changed my position. It's <laughs> we, had, we had somebody, a part of our church one time years ago, and was talking to somebody about getting to go to church, and the person said, well, the person they were talking to said, I just don't go to church a little more because it says uh, preachers are so scared of hurting people's feelings, they won't tell you the whole truth no more. This person spoke up and said, you need to come to Christ's family church. Our preacher don't care whose feelings he hurts. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's two things I know if I know anything. Number one, I know God called me to preach. And number two, I know if he called me to preach, he called me to preach truth. Hallelujah. And uh, my, my, my. I don't know how I'm going to get through all this stuff. I really don't. But folks, we are in a messed up, and I'm, I'm, going, to have to, I'm going to have to... Um, I can't go no further. I don't have time. But Christ is the head. And next, next week, we're going to, even though that God has delegated the next one in line is the, is the father of the husband, the man, uh, God delegates uh, some authority to, we're going to find out that it's possible for that joker to lose his position if he don't walk right, I give you something to lean on. If you got a guy that won't honor God and come to the house of God, and he he uh, he he won't work and provide for you and the family, and he uh, he ain't nothing nothing but a sot, Amen. And you're you're a godly woman doing the best that you want, uh, got to do. The Bible does not tell you you got to follow him wherever he goes. Amen. All of us has got a position in God, and all of us are subject to lose that position if we don't do right. Amen. We're going we're gonna to hold it right there, and uh, uh, we'll pick up, Lord willing, next time. Let's all stand together.